We don't have a podcast. Who needs one? We do. We've sunk I all guess. the time I... and money into it. <laughs> we got... <laughs> do you think is a good uh, defense against criticisms? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I if, use it all the time. If, uh, People are always criticizing me. I'm, I'm, I'm always <laughs> right in their face. They're getting little flecks of spittle. That's what Elizabeth Holmes should have done. Yeah. Is it true that you lied about your blood machine? And then walk away. Let the records show that the defendant made the jerk-off motion. <laughs> Case closed. I want my blood to be tested. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. You knew the risks going in. <laughs> I love that she has uh, changed to not have a super low voice now to try and get out of being in trouble. She's like, yeah, hi, I'm Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> uh, don't put me in prison. <laughs> I'm just a lady. I'm just a normal I lady. I thought my blood machine worked, Mr. Judge. I've been a bad <laughs> widow girl. <laughs> Honestly. Happy birthday, <laughs> Mr. Judge. <laughs> Elizabeth Holmes. Ladies and gentlemen, Elizabeth Holmes has turned into Betty Boop. <laughs> she got in surgery to make her head the size of a watermelon. <laughs> she has two gigantic eyeballs, a watermelon-shaped head, and her body is uh, the size of a child, <laughs> and she's <laughs> singing "Happy Birthday to the Judge." <laughs> There's a bunch of skeletons dancing. Around yeah, her. she brought a boombox with her that plays Cab Calloway. Hmm. <laughs> we don't have a podcast yet, and we've never had a blood machine. All we have is a terrible AI. Mm-hmm. We've got all these other AIs out there now it, running circles around us. In in defense of our AI, it did tell us to invest in blood machines. We did. We had so much, uh, so much of your Patreon money was just we we had uh, long. Is it calls or puts? The one where you gamble on the stock market, where you think it's good. I I. You were doing all of this behind my back. This is also why I don't remember which one it was, yeah. but I think it might have been the wrong one, whichever one that is. I was like, Enron, Blood Machine, the uh, Kenny Rogers Roasters. Yeah. Was that ever a publicly traded corporation? Yeah. No, I my, my investment strategy is more like, uh, I think that this is the year that the Pittsburgh Pirates really pull it together. <laughs> I put a, I put a bunch of our money into uh, backing the Washington Generals. Oh yeah. <sighs> Folks, we're here. We're live in person. We're not doing uh -huh, it over uh -huh. the internet. It's a beautiful Sunday afternoon. We're uh, we're already thinking about grilling. I've got mm -hmm. some sausages. When this is all over, we're, we might do some bocce. Oof. So we could 
shoot, just play a game of horse, shoot mm -hmm. the ball around. That's true. We're here in my basement. It's very, uh, uh, re redesigned and looking nice. It's coming along. It's coming along. I don't know what the, what the plan is once it's done. I got, I bought a new computer and I got excited like a, like an expectant mother. I was like, I have to get the nursery ready. Mm -hmm. Wait, did we talk about this on the last one? I hope not. I think we might. Have. I, I've definitely talked to you Fucking about this in hey. person. Oh. I don't know if you did it on the podcast or not. If Listen, folks, if I talked about this on the last one, I want you to go to the reviews. I want you to give this show a one star and say, won't stop talking about new computer. Yeah. He thinks new computer is baby. Uh, I'm worried about how he's trying to feed baby. He's dressing up like Betty Boop. Yeah. He's singing Cab Calloway songs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have an idea for a podcast. Oh, do you? And it's called We Don't Have a Podcast Yet Babies. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you're familiar with the Muppet Babies. Oh, I'm very familiar with the and Muppet the Babies. And the very derivative Disney Babies. Uh, Baby Mickey, Baby Goofy, oh, and yeah. the like. Yeah, that, that, that's not of my era. I don't know whose era that was. Uh, possibly our audience's era. <laughs> Are you, oh, yeah, I guess got, we got young listeners, out, young ears listening to us. Ugh, say all kinds of nasty stuff. I don't stuff. know, but I don't think that the the Disney babies uh, just ripped off every movie and for some reason were allowed to splice in footage They of had it. footage of <laughs> Star Wars in the opening <laughs> credits of the TV show. That's why you can't watch it anymore God, because it's... <laughs> that's incredible. Shouts out to Jim Henson. Well, now that Disney owns everything, we could finally get those Muppet Babies DVD releases. Give us those babies. We want those babies. But this would be a podcast that explores what it would be like if we had been doing the show when we were babies. Okay. And I'd, there'd be some some light diaper play. <laughs> well, there's always some light diaper play. The way the light plays off that diaper. <laughs> 24 carat diapers, baby. We, we're we going to hire a 24 foot tall woman to be our nanny who just comes in with a booming voice. Elizabeth Holmes, <laughs> I know you're not busy. Hey, what are you babies doing in here? Oh, sorry, nanny. <laughs> we're doing a podcast. I just like to tug at her very long socks. I need you babies to help me with my blood machine. <laughs> the plot of the podcast yeah, is okay. we're we're two babies and we're helping Elizabeth Holmes. I'm trying to think about it doing with her blood juicero machine. I'm I'm sure that uh, whichever one of us is the Gonzo would really. Uh, uh, Screw it up, and there would be blood everywhere. <laughs> mm. Honestly, can we talk to the department of what is that? The DOJ? Could we get some sort of a furlough thing where we get Elizabeth Holmes, but she has to come and do projects with us instead of going to prison? And the project that we're working on 
is one where she is the nanny of the Muppet Babies. <laughs> Because I've already got so many episodes planned out. Okay, like, yeah, I think so. I think I think Miss we Piggy. would have to maybe say that uh, we're going to do- donate all proceeds to uh, some blood disease charity. Mm-hmm. The, uh, um, well, and AIDS, I think that I they might release her not on her own recogni- recognizance, but upon yours. Yeah. So you might you might have to become a jailer. We got well. well, I got a futon down here in the basement oh, yeah. now. So she can she can sleep on the futon and every day we'll be like, "Today uh Miss Piggy gets to fix your frizzy hair." <laughs> <laughs> baby Miss Piggy. <laughs> now, baby us, right? Like we I, guess <laughs> I don't think we have the rights of the I mother babies. <laughs> I don't have well. Listen, the Muppet Babies turnabout's fair play. You're gonna steal Indiana Jones and put him on your TV show without paying. Uh, we get to steal you. We can we can kidnap the Muppet Babies. I think it's for the best because if I try to like do the voices of any of the Muppet Babies, it's gonna get scary. They Baby Animal had the best voice. I believe that was Howie Mandel. Maybe Howie Mandel, the legend. I think himself. Howie Mandel did multiple babies wow that's incredible i could look it up but i choose to just believe it you know Mm -hmm. that's what faith is like in our modern times back in (laughs) mesopotamia they were like well you know the great the great dragon of chaos was slain by Mm -hmm. marduk and and then he poked holes in the copper dome that covers the earth and that's what the stars are. And we're like, I believe that Howie Mandel did the voice of Scooter, <laughs> Skeeter, Baby Rolf, and Baby Gonzo. I think uh, when they had uh, Bunsen and Beaker episodes, he was uh, Beaker as well. I'd believe that he was all of the characters. And and I'm, I mean, other than the Muppets, I can't think of a single. That, I don't know I don't what know. happened on that show. I watched every episode of it as a kid. None of it stuck. I I can remember different episodes of it, but I mean it was it was a pretend show. I guess it was all pretend. They they, didn't they, have they guests. would uh, start with a topic and uh, it, it would start out in the nursery in real life, and they would talk about something, and there'd be some sort of argument, and then there they would all of a sudden be in 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 a world of. If Mother Goose or Star mm. Wars or mm. what have you, I guess that until like, like something like uh, there was some sort of action scene, and then the nanny would come and check on them because it was loud. Hmm. All I remember of that show was the theme song, and then I fucking checked out. Mm-hmm. So I guess the Muppet Babies were kind of like my Bachman Turner Overdrive. Okay. They would do taking care of business. And then I'd go to the beer stand. <laughs> ah, see. Uh, I see. I think that the broad strokes of it are that uh, the Gonzo of Muppet Babies is a completely different character than the grown-up Gonzo. Well, because... He's a very jealous and very thirsty bitch well, in, in the Muppet Babies. I was going to say that the, the grown-up Gonzo is a sexual deviant, so yeah. they can't de- but, they can't But, but he, that he's like, a, like a, nobody's... Uh, he he's uh very into uh Miss Piggy and I, I think that he is uh jealous of Kermit and tries to throw Kermit under the bus any chance he gets. Hmm. 
I remember he does have a pair of overalls with a chicken on the overalls. Indeed, he does. That's kind of his like formative thing. He like, learned looking back. Yeah, that's where he, he, he looked at his own pants and said, I, "I'd like to fuck that." Yeah, much much in the same way that <laughs> I'd like to get into my pants. A little boy yeah. might be playing underneath the kitchen table and see all of his aunt's pantyhose, <laughs> <laughs> pantyhose legs, his and then it just like awakens something yeah. in their brain, and then that's what they're into. Gonzo saw his own little chicken uh, overalls and was like, "I want to fuck a chicken." Yeah, if Gonzo got into pantyhose, it would probably be legs. Oh yeah, and legs, le eggs brand. Yeah, yeah. L apostrophe yeah. eggs because of uh, a chicken lays eggs. All right, do you got an idea for a podcast? Uh, yeah, I do. This one is called alternatively because I'm not sure which is better. Uh, podcast two thousand or uh. Let's podcast like it's 1999. Okay. <clears throat> and, and it has to be podcast. I'm very anti-potty. Use, using that pun. Uh, oh. Po part party turning into potty. Podcast like it's 1999. Yeah. That's, that's what was the original title. I was like, people are going to want to call it potty like it's 1999. And I can't have that, so podcast two thousand, it'll have to be like it's nineteen ninety nine. But but in general, this is this is just a cultural review of whichever one of those two years uh, uh, we choose. Okay. And perhaps we can pretend like uh, we are uh, Muppet babies in that that era. <laughs> that yeah, would be. Yeah. Now you do recall that we did this idea before. We did. Yes, we did one called It's a Millennium Party, bro, and it was a whole a whole podcast as if it's, it were it's the same, being recorded it's the on the eve yeah, that's of the right. year 2000. Okay, well then that's why this is podcast 2000. Okay, so this is just the <laughs> following year? Yeah, yeah. We're like, did you hear they're making a third Mission Impossible movie? <laughs> and, and I think that's better anyway, because it, what a strange year that was where... 12 straight months of people constantly referring to the fact that it's the millennium. It's the millennium. Which meant nothing. It did. It meant something to me, damn it. <laughs> but I, I think that, that it, it's, uh, this, this is just, uh, it's recent cultural archaeology, but I, I'd like to get in there and, and just see exactly. What was going on in that year? I mean, that it's is also the last pre uh, 9-11 year. So it, it feels different. The year 2000 hits different. <laughs> it really, that is true. That, and then we didn't really explore much in that. No, that, that was, uh, that was, uh, it was more Muppet Babies. We were playing <laughs> a little sandbox of imagination as if we were at a party. Yeah. This one, we're going to, we're going to buckle down. And, and investigate the year 2000. Oh, man. Oh, I did think about this. Like, I was really worried the... that I'd done it before, and, and I was not. Like, I thought about that, and I'm like, no, it's, that's completely different. Just thinking about the year 2000, I'm like hearing the the Huey helicopters and the CCR faint, faintly in the background of mm -hmm. my mind. Like, oh, yeah. 
What do you think Forrest Ooh. Gump would have been doing? Well, Forrest Gump. Wait, what? What year did Forrest Gump come out? Nineteen ninety four. There was a sequel to Forrest Gump, right? Um. Yes. Gump and Company. The, the book. He meets yeah. Tom Hanks in the book. He goes to space with a monkey, off. and he meets Tom Hanks. No, the monkey thing is in the, That's in the original book. Yeah. Boy. What a what a good movie. It's that one of those ones that uh the, the author was like, Well, I guess I have to cash in on this. It's a big hit. It's like that in the, I think that the Roger Rabbit book oh, also yeah. got a, yeah. a unloved sequel that was just a cash in on the movie success. Man. We should, if we do Podcast 2000, we should maybe put in some sort of perspective on what we think Forrest Gump would be doing, right? <laughs> uh, if we do the Muppet Babies one, I think that we should have a baby Forrest Gump in there. <laughs> okay, all right. You know what, in 2000, what Forrest Gump is doing, he's in Florida, and he's working at a at a school that trains pilots. That's definitely one of the things. <laughs> then I got a job teaching these fellows how to fly a plane. I, I never heard back from them. <laughs> they seem nice, though. Man, we are... We are really in our own metaverse here because this. My second idea this week uh-huh. is called Extended Podcast Universe. Oh, okay. And this the the idea here is that we inject ourselves into somebody else's podcast universe. We become Ant Man and the Wasp to Mark Marin. So we would mm-hmm. just we'd make a podcast where we are Mark Maron's neighbor, you know, because he famously records in his garage. And then we're coming from our basement and Mark Maron is next door. And we're like, we see this guy's got Barack Obama. So maybe we pipe in like just a faint sound of Mark Maron next door. Yeah. Asking, you know, Dax Shepard who his go guys do, are. Do, do like a, a knock knock. Like, oh, hello, neighbor. We brought brownies <laughs> over for you. There was What's this... going on in here? <laughs> we can reveal that we poisoned Boomer. That's where he went. <laughs> this oh. cat kept coming in our yard. We just, I put a big. I put a big thing of rat poison yeah. out. That took care of it. So we're just going to like Rashomon everything that's happened to Mark Marin over the course of his podcast we, and, and and do a We uh... become <laughs> Mark Marin's Mark Marin's little forest gumps. Like we were there in the background as all mm-hmm. of the things were happening in his life. Okay. Kind of like a what's uh I'm trying to think of the the example of the like you know like the classic like children's character that was there at the moments of history kind of thing. I'm trying to think of it. There's like there's a Bible version of this that I can think of mm-hmm. the Superbook, which was a anime in the 1980s about children who uh, go back in time and witness all of the events of the Bible. But I know that there's like a secular version of this. 
American history as well. Kind of a Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Is that what I'm thinking of? Well, I mean, that's a cartoon. And that doesn't so much... So they, is that, that, was, that, that would have like a, a, a light comedic touch and not be like, we're going to explain to you this tragedy. <laughs> well, I mean, it wouldn't all be tragedies. Mark Barrett had a very nice interview with Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. But maybe we're maybe we we explained that it was our fault that uh, Gallagher walked off and, and didn't finish the interview. Wow, I just did a Google search for a children's book about historical events. Uh huh. And did you get the one about the dog that was at nine eleven? Not yet. Most of these look like really sad. <laughs> I've got uh, who will make the pancakes. Oh, no. Why Johnny doesn't flap. The little Republican. <laughs> what? <laughs> is that Ben Shapiro? Is the that, night dad is went to book? jail. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's not what I was saying. But I would like to do a book called The Little Republican. <laughs> Maybe he's mad about the big government, but he just means like that the president is so big that he nearly stepped on him. Hey, Mr. President, down here. Watch where you're going. We Don't got, tread on me. We've got Billy Party <laughs> dressed up like he's Ben Shapiro. He's like, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the extended podcast universe uh starring uh the late great billy barty <laughs> we're bringing him back <laughs> yeah we're using ai to reanimate yeah. billy barty and we're gonna make him play ben shapiro <laughs> <laughs> And we'll get Elvira to play his sister. <laughs> It'll just be a lot. <laughs> can she, uh, actually, can she play Nanny? <laughs> <sighs> you got another idea? Well, sure. Uh, this one is called uh, The Pulitzer Wurlitzer. Oh, my. Yeah. And uh, this is just, uh, I think I believe it was a couple of weeks ago, uh, the Pulitzer Prizes were awarded. And uh, this is just us taking our uh, dipper and uh, dipping it real deep in there. And uh, we're going to sample uh, all of the arts that won the Pulitzer. Hmm. And uh, if... Doing the the twenty twenty three Pulitzers uh, is, is a hit. Then we then we go back and pick a different year, and uh, because uh, we're a true honest to goodness Scouts Honor uh, cultural critical podcast, we're allowed to sample these wares. That we're allowed to get a little taste. Yeah, we're allowed to put a little bit out there. You know, maybe a few choice bits. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. 
and uh, then then we can uh, do do a podcast that uh, makes us sound like uh, Pulitzer Prize winners. Yeah, but we just uh... and 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 maybe maybe then they start giving Pulitzer prizes out for podcasts, or maybe they already do and I don't know about it and I'm mad. Yeah, I'll be honest, I'm not up to date with my Pulitzer knowledge. I, I think that they probably do give them to podcasts now, right? Well, they let Barack Hussein Obama have a podcast. It feels like at they that gave point... him a Nobel Prize. That's that's even a bigger deal than a Pulitzer. I know. He didn't even have a podcast yet. Did He's he... like us, and he got yeah. a Nobel like us. Yeah. And you know what? I don't know. I can't say for certain uh, for both of us, but speaking just from my personal, no drone strikes. Have never striked anyone with a drone. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, technically that's not true. I did strike a tree with a drone. <laughs> I've been struck with but a the drone. But tr- the drone... <laughs> The drone was the loser in that drone strike. It was uh, the problem, tree one, drone the, zero. The problem with drones is they're too fun to play with in the house. Mm. And the most fun thing you can do with one is turn your friend into a King Kong or a Godzilla-like character. That's true. And what are you going to do? You know, I gotta I... strike that drone, slap it out of the air. Oh, and then you the... did, yeah. And, and, and then, then your friend gets mad and says, "Like I spent X number of dollars on that," and you're like, "I don't care. You blew, you flew it towards my face." Yeah, they were like, "In his own land, he is a king, but today he appears before you in chains." Fear my Andrew magic axe. <laughs> Oh, now I'm just gonna climb up real high up here and climbs and be up on the building and swings at the drone. <laughs> I brought my uh, Billy Barty with me, pretty little Billy Barty. <laughs> I'm gonna pet his hair. <laughs> He's like peeking out of your pocket. Yeah. You see, that's what the liberals want. That's what they want. Somewhere I have one of those little tiny bitty drones, one of the little tiny like postage stamp drones with a little camera on it. Mm-hmm. I should get that thing out and fuck around with it. Because I know that that one isn't like, not like the fancy ones that you can't fly because my house is too <laughs> close to the airport. That little bitty guy, we could fly We could fly him right up into the, <laughs> into the jet engine of a plane. <laughs> we that could... man, he, he, he flew his drone right up into the jet engine <laughs> of, a, of a plane. He was just trying to do something funny with his friend, but uh, they say he stopped that plane from hitting the tower. <laughs> Has anyone made that argument that if they deregulate airspace for drones to fuck around, that we perhaps could <laughs> we could stop the next 9-11 from happening? Hey, if I were allowed to just open up the window of the skyscraper and throw beer cans out, well, that that might stop a drone. That's a, but, but I don't think a that a drone flying is possibility <laughs> that I could stop the next nine eleven if I were allowed to throw beer cans at planes. <laughs> the police are like, "Look, we're no one said you weren't allowed to do that. We're here because you've been stealing your neighbor's mail." Yeah. Well, I'm gonna throw my beer cans at you. How do you think about that? I, well, we, we welcome it. You see, you and all your compatriots just try to shoot us with your many, many guns. 
then I I reach in my pocket and they shoot me dead. And then after I'm dead, they find I was just trying to get my little Billy Barty dressed <laughs> yeah, like yeah, Ben Shapiro yeah. out of my pocket. Get help. Get help, Billy. Billy, Billy, go get help. <sighs> All right. Well, let's let's go to the Podtron. Mm-hmm. Nope. Folks, the Podtron 4500 is an artificial intelligence. And we trained it by giving it a list of the top podcasts in the world. And then it synthesizes a list of new podcasts that it thinks could be hits. Podcasts like... The Mop Star. Ooh, the Mop Star. Yeah. This is Mop Star is all one word. Yep. So uh, this is this. I'm guessing this is just a podcast about uh, you know, cleaning tips. How how to become the the all star in the janitor closet, so to speak. Hey, now you're a mop star. Get your mop on. Uh, go, go mop. mop. <laughs> That's right. Mop mouth. And all that glitters is floors. <laughs> Only shooting stars mop the floors. Right. It's a it's a hit. I can see it already. Our name in lights on the on the big marquee. I don't know. I think that I think that George, the. Ah, uh, I forgot we have a... There's a second artificial intelligence. We've uh, got a second player. AI here. It's the cat feeder that <laughs> plays a recording of my wife calling for the cats to come get their food because otherwise they wouldn't do it. And there is uh, a cat in the vicinity. What's he doing? I, I, I don't think he trusts me. I'm not supposed to be here. Oh, wow. Maybe if I make a move at his food... <laughs> You're gonna get scratched up. Yeah. I'm I'm assuming that the the there's a uniform amount of food in each bowl, but one looks like it got more than the other. I mean, it it does. It splits it between two bowls, and sometimes it's not exact. But cats can tell. Can they? Yeah, they cats can count. Oh no! <laughs> Kitty count. Well, at least there's no blood on my hands because a robot served it to them. They aren't going to. But the but about the mop star. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, I got distracted. I'm just I'm just thinking about uh This this is This is a podcast about mopping. It is and 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 we're probably going to have segments of uh basic uh just just uh tips on how to uh keep a clean kitchen keep a clean bathroom but also uh to become a true mop star i think we might have to talk about uh new programs uh for the mop capades perhaps mm yeah in the, in the words of cypress hill so you want to be a mop superstar and live large mm mm-hmm. Coming up in the world, can't trust nobody. Gotta look over your shoulder constantly. <laughs> I will say I own two different mops. I'm sorry, three. 
Oh, you got me beat. I was I was gonna say big deal. I've got two mops. I have the mop with the sponge where it has the two little ringy guys yeah. that squish it out, and then I've got the mop that has the long hair, and you put the slide the thing down over it and twist. I've got those two. Those are the two I have. But then I also got the steam shark. <laughs> Holy crow! <laughs> I bought the wrong mops, everybody. <laughs> like, what? What is that? It uh, it you fill it up with water, and then or you can buy expensive bottles of scented water. Oh, that was gonna be my next suggestion. You're you're, you're always shoving your mop into dirty, filthy, stinky things. Why don't you treat your mop when it's not doing its duty, and put it in something that smells really nice, like a Chanel Number no. Five mop. Well, I, I was thinking just more like, uh, I love the smell of hot chocolate. Hot cocoa mop. Yeah. <laughs> that could that could work. I would I would like for my floors to smell like hot cocoa. The, or the lemonade. The steam. You know, just just all the drinks that I like. Apparently, the steam mop. It you fill it up with a distilled water, and then it shoots steam out of the bottom and it has like a little pad that you put over the over top of it and you just like a steam wand for getting wrinkles out of your shirt but for the floor okay and you can't use it on hardwood okay well then i don't really need one because most of my apartment is hardwood you can use it on hardwood but then you have to uh strategically put a box over the spot where you fucked up the floor when your landlord comes to take a look to give you back okay. your security okay. deposit. Hey, there, there there, will be no security deposit returned to me. I'm just hoping that uh, litigation is Yeah. <laughs> at this point, you're just trying to outlive your landlord. The Mobstar. This is kind of also like Mobster, but with Mop. And star, and what if that's what it? What if it's a mobster who is so good at mopping that he becomes a star? Yeah, they call him a cleaner. You know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's not your food. You get out of there. Well, now that that one definitely has less in it. We see you. We, we yeah. saw what you did. Food thief. Slink on out of here. The mop star. And we get... Well, who's left? We've lost... We've lost uh, <coughs> Mr. Soprano. Oh, yeah. Huh? Uh... And we've lost Orson Welles. Wait, no. He didn't play The Godfather. No, no. No, that he was didn't. The other was Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. But uh, but he's dead too. You know we've 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 still got uh, De Niro, De Pacino, Pacino, De Niro, just about everybody Pacino. else who who was on the Sopranos. Uh, yeah, big pussy. We get him in there. Yeah. He could sell the mop star. Uh, Mr. Uh, Joseph uh, Mantegna. Joseph Mantegna. Where? Very pleased to present. Uh, it's Spanish for Joseph Butter. Mm-hmm. 
and he, and he's like, "Hey, it's me. I love the mop floors." And and this is I'm thinking about some brand synergy. Yeah. This is a hour long prestige drama, the mob star about a mobster who mops so well that he becomes a star. But then it's brought to you by Libman Mops. Yeah, yeah. And people are like, oh, I want to get that mop like he's got. In the same way that they were about the yeah, the Cadillac like he, car he, that they he, drive uh, on the opens Sopranos. opens his duster up, and then, then all of a sudden you realize he is like a four-headed mop. Um, yeah. And he pulls it out, and everything is getting mopped mm-hmm. all at once. Mm-hmm. He says, Hel- hello to my little mop friend. But but you're like that's a large mop friend. Women are just throwing themselves <laughs> at him on the show. Well, it's good because they're all so wet. He can mop up their sexual moisture. <laughs> I hate this show now. <laughs> All right, I got I got one here. This is called Mortgage <laughs> in the Time of Video Games. Okay, what's that? Well, it's it's I feel like it's built on the uh, basic structure of love at the time of cholera. Cholera. Thank you. I couldn't remember what the disease was. They should have love in the time of ADHD. I mean, that pretty much is mortgage in the time of video games, right? Mm -hmm. Mortgage in the time of video games would be a podcast exploring uh, the concept of owning your own home or property in our current hellish world. Like it'd be a podcast where we talk to people who uh, are trying to own a home, uh, trying to get out of uh, renting an apartment or whatever, a condo, uh, but in the time of video games where uh, maybe maybe we one week we can talk to somebody who is just like literally renting uh, imaginary real estate in a video game, which is a mm-hmm. thing now. They also have like those dumb like NFT real estate things where it's like, oh yeah, you can own this property in the virtual world. I know there's some uh, Second Life still around. Is that the servers are still up? I I think so, but we, it's we been could, a few years since I checked on. We could get we could get into Second Life. Yeah, and and we could go talk maybe maybe. Maybe we do this. We do a Twitch stream where we we go house shopping on second. Life. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then then once we buy a place, it, it can just play our podcast all the time, and then people can come and visit it and listen to we the just, podcast. We on set up life a virtual. Yeah, we set up a virtual studio within Second Life, and then we're just our little avatars are in there recording the podcast. And everybody can buy a, like a little Billy Barty to carry around on their avatar. This is what the feminists want. They want me in their pocket. <laughs> Mortgage in the Time of Video Games was the title of that yeah, idea. 
I feel like, I mean, video games is just kind of a catch-all for... Not everybody had web. cholera in that book. Yeah. You know, there were cholera less people. Yeah. But everybody was aware of cholera. Cholera was like shaping it's, it's, a lot it's of coloring the, their world. Yeah. Much like uh, a little Italian plumber colors out. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Mortgage in the time of video game. Do you have another idea? I do. I do. Uh, this one is. Uh, I've almost chosen this one from from the Patrons list many times, and it keeps putting it back out there. And I love this idea so much. It's Camp Monsterson. Okay. So uh, I, 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 you, you've brought up the uh, Muppet Babies. I, I think that the ideal uh, form of Camp Monsterson is a cartoon television series but uh maybe we could have the the first uh, uh podcast that gets turned into uh, a cartoon series that is narrative driven and not just uh animating the bits that we've already talked on the podcast camp monsterson is yeah. Is, is that like a, did they do a summer camp cartoon show where all of the Universal Monsters attend it? Well. I think there was a weird uh, goth Barbie doll thing. Yeah, there's Monster High. Yeah. That's not this. This is a camp. This is a summer camp. And honestly, it could be a, it could be, I could see this as big screen in theaters in select theaters, or we could pitch this to Netflix or Peacock as like an eight episode series <laughs> with the option for another season if the if the ratings are good. This is the children of the Universal Monsters. Okay, so I guess this would be not Peacock, right? It would be Universal. Who owns? Wait, is that Peacock? Might I think be. I think Universal is Disney now. Are you fucking serious? I think serious? That, that was the I think that that was the one that set me over the edge where I'm like, oh, we're they living in the, the end times. They we're own, living in the end times. They got Dracula now. God damn it. Well, I guess if we have to, we'll work with the House of Mouse. The idea is that this is a ten part. No, well, no, Disney's, no, fuck that. That's the great thing about the Universal Monsters is they all have uh, Disney doesn't own those books. We just can't make them look exactly like the Universal version. Okay. So we need to come up with like how we want to uh, characterize those Universal Monsters. Well, this is I guess Wolfman th- wears a bow tie. Well, this is I was gonna say <laughs> this this still works fine for what we're doing because the idea is that. These are not the monsters. These are the children of the monsters oh, yeah, at a yeah, summer yeah. camp. And if we I'm have, I'm not sure that Frankenstein's dick works. Yeah. Well, maybe we explain that differently. Uh, you know, test tubes. Yeah. His kid comes out scientist. of the bride of Frankenstein, who I'm not sure that her ovaries work, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's the real hairy. Son Wolfman. of Frankenstein looks a lot like Bride of Frankenstein's yoga instructor. Yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. 
it, we'll get it all sorted out. But this is a summer camp for monster children. And uh, the, the, we'll also uh, have a lot of people saying, like, why is it not called Camp Monster Daughter? I'm here, too. But we will. We'll have Daughter of Frankenstein there. We'll have Wolf Girl, Draculina, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the Invisible Girl. We all feel like Invisible yeah, Girls. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> perfect. Perfect episode three. Sometimes I feel like I'm invisible. And then the Invisible Girl's like, that's my thing. Back the fuck <laughs> Back up. Back the fuck up. <laughs> Well, the, the the littlest mummy uh, mysteriously drowned in the lake after saying that sometimes he felt invisible, but we don't know who did it, hmm. who who committed this crime of jealousy. Camp Monsterson. Man, that's a good one. And there's like, there's a, another camp across the lake that's yeah. like... The camp where all of the, uh, like, Greek gods kids. Oh, okay. I was going to go with uh, aliens. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Actually, actually, maybe we, we can have a, a a pentagram around the lake. There are mm. five different camps. Okay, so we got the camp for monsters children. Yeah. We have the camp for children of aliens. The god camp. The, the <laughs> mythical <laughs> yeah. camp. Uh... We still need two more. Uh, superhero kids, probably. Superhero kids, and then maybe just nerds. We have like a nerd camp. Regular camp. Or like <laughs> fat camp. Fat camp. <laughs> just the theater camp. No, no. It's like just we're, a... we're just doing we're we're doing the Westworld thing. Like the first <laughs> the first season is all at Camp Mount Monsters, then and then then we're we're gonna blow the back of your skull out and be like, guess what? There's there's samurai the kid camp. camp. <laughs> How do you like me now? All right, well that's Camp Monsterson. I got one more from the Podtron. Okay. This is a podcast called Free Beer and Hot Wind. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm a purveyor of both. I I mean I'm a I'm a customer of both. I get well, I don't buy hot wind. I guess I I'm a consumer of free beer and a yeah. producer of hot yeah. wind yeah i don't know I, I i buy a lot of uh uh close out beer and, mm-hmm. and and then it then it, it leads one to giving people that beer for free uh-huh. but then also i produce uh a lot of hot wind hot wind in, in more more ways than one yeah I like this as kind of like an East meets West type thing. <laughs> it sounds like free beer. That like this is a buddy cop movie. Yeah. Like what's the one with Jay Leno and Pat Morita? <laughs> <laughs> free beer and hot wind. Yeah. I I completely forgot that existed and I cannot remember. But I I was wondering why they never uh, paired Jackie Chan up with a fat guy. Yeah. 
Well, I guess because he was too big of a star to ever uh, guest on Martial Law. <laughs> if you don't recall Martial Law. I do. That was the, well, no, I was saying, <laughs> I was saying it for the, for the youngsters listening at home. Martial Law, there was a time uh, in the late 90s when CBS Network uh, had a string of minor hits where they just kept making action cop TV shows. Did it start with Walker, Texas Ranger? Walker, Texas Ranger. And then we got Nash Bridges. Nash Bridges, which starred uh, the uh, star of Miami Vice and Cheech from Cheech and Chong. Yeah, yeah. And then they made a show called Martial Law, which existed in the same universe. And sometimes he would team up with uh, Nash Bridges. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was... Uh, Kung Fu veteran Sammo Hung as a... Who was the original fat guy that they paired fat with, with, with Jackie Chan. Karate guy. Yeah, in what, Project A? Is that the Sammo Hung, Jackie Chan movie? That sounds right. I think that's right. But it was, uh, yeah. Could you believe this fat Chinese guy knows karate? <laughs> and he's a cop in San Francisco? Then it was just that, but uh, yeah, I, I think free beer and hot wind. It sounds a lot like uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, mm. but where maybe we have maybe maybe it could be in like the it's like a cowboy. It's kind of a it's like a Dust Bowl yeah. era oh. uh, story, maybe. Yeah, so this takes place. So like the the beer being free hasn't even added import to it. He's you like know, Robin like Hood, but for afford, beer. Yeah. yeah, free beer, and he's a he's a guy. He's like a bootlegger. He steals from how the robber travel? barons. Hot air balloon. Oh, I was gonna say hot wind was another guy who oh, okay. like had a <laughs> farting power. <laughs> I mean, well, maybe they team up. Like a hot air balloon doesn't have like a method of propulsion. Yeah, unless so... you got a guy whose name is Hot Wind. Hot Wind, and he's a, uh... and that's a that's an anglicization of like he has to have some kind of a name that sounds like Hot Wind in Chinese or whatever. But he's like a guy who could fart on command, and and him and Free Bear, they travel around. That's the something that hasn't in happened a hot in a while, right? And they fight, they, you know, they come to a town like the A team. They come to a town, and then there's like uh, some kind of desperados have taken over, and, and Free Beer and Hot Wind show up, and they and I'm thinking Owen Wilson for Free Beer. I oh, know that he's yeah. already did like the Shanghai Noon movies, but maybe maybe we get them back together. Jackie maybe Chan, we offer him some free beer. Jackie yeah. Chan and Owen Wilson back together again in Free Beer and Hot Wind. <laughs> Jackie Chan, he's getting up in age. He doesn't want to, you know, do dangerous stunts anymore. But maybe fart humor. Yeah, there's a lot you can do with that. And he was always a funny guy. Mm-hmm. Now he's just farting instead of doing karate. Yeah, he did those drunken master movies. Those were great. Yeah, a lot of burping in those. He could just fart instead. The farting master. Yeah. That's what we'll call it. we'll call a drunken master, farting master, and release it in China, which is a big thing now. Like for Disney, they want to release all their movies in China. We've got Jackie Chan here; he's farting. I don't know how the uh, 
People's Republic feels about farting in movies. You know that they at least historically had a problem with things like time travel and magic. Mm-hmm. Maybe we have to. Well, just like make it all be, very be like clear. he eats ridiculous it's, things. It's science. It's science. That's the thing. We'll be like, this is scientific. There's no magic involved here. And and then this is a backdoor oh. for we can we can start introducing like Superman to China. And we'll just whenever Superman is about to fly, we just dub in like a <laughs> 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 Then he launches into the air. Chinese audience goes crazy. We believe a man could fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm just thinking about how, how, how that would feel. To fart so hard that you fly like <laughs> yeah, Superman. Yeah. Where where you're actually flying, but you're like my I'm going to have to have surgery on my Oh asshole. yeah, no, my <laughs> my intestines would turn inside out and they just come trailing out of me yeah. like a like a goldfish. That's your tether. Shit. Like like <laughs> I'm down there on the ground holding onto your intestines being like, You're gonna fly away, Nate. <laughs> The air, Holy was, shit. <laughs> the air is traveling out of the intestine still. You're hanging on to it, but it's like a fire hose whipping you around. <laughs> yeah, I have to uh, put it between my legs like I'm riding a horse and I'm <laughs> moving around like Spanky in a, a little rascal short. <sighs> All right. Here's what we got this week. Our options are... We don't have a podcast yet, babies. Podcast 2000. The Extended Podcast Universe. The Pulitzer Wurlitzer. The Mopstar. Mortgage in the Time of Video Games. Camp Monsterson. Or Free Beer and Hot Wind. We've written ourselves into a corner. I don't here. like this. This, this is crop. terrible. This is a bad crop. It feels like we we got a whole bunch of non IP IP. Yeah, week. we've got no, nothing we can work with here. This is oh boy. Uh. Ooh, uh. I feel like we we could do. We could do the extended podcast universe pretty easily and the Pulitzer Wurlitzer because those are both one of them is just kind of riffing on being in another podcast's orbit. And the other one is just us looking up things that have won the Pulitzer Prize. I guess podcast 2000 also. That's Honestly, probably the easiest one. Yeah. But uh, I'm kind of uh, I'm looking up the the Pulitzer Prize winners of this year to see if I've heard of any of them. And it, what it's the Zack Snyder's Justice League. What? <laughs> oh yeah, there's so many of them. Not, not that I've heard of them, but uh, I know all these guys. Yeah, but I, I could do that, or or I could do uh, the podcast two thousand. Uh, 
And I, I think just inevitably everything turns into the extended universe. Yeah, that is true. Uh, yeah, let's do the uh, the Pulitzer Wurlitzer. Are you sure? <laughs> we could do it in the year uh, starting with the year two thousand, and uh, yeah, hedge our bets a little bit. Yeah, let's do Pulitzer Wurlitzer two thousand. Okay. <laughs> So we'll take uh we'll take the the two ideas, two great tastes that go great together. The Pulitzer Wurlitzer and the Podcast Two Thousand, and we're doing a podcast that is about Pulitzer Prize winners, but around the year two thousand, and then we can work our way out from there. If this is the one, if this is the one, yeah. All right, well, folks. If you want to hear the Pulitzer Wurlitzer or any other number of podcasts that we've attempted, you can head to patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet. If you love the show that isn't a show, you'll like the show that is a show even more. Sign up to support us over at Patreon and you'll get access to the vault where we keep over 150 episodes of a podcast that did not make the cut. All of them. Dynamite. Not a single stinker in the bunch. <laughs> also, like I said, uh, if you're mad at us, you can go uh, say something about it on iTunes. Write a bad review. Say, this motherfucker keeps talking about his new computer. No one cares. Yeah. And if you're mad at us, you can like break one of your fingers because I hate the sight of a broken finger. Mm. You can show me that picture. You it, Listen, and I hate titties, so <laughs> you can send us pictures of your titties. Thank you for listening. I'm Nathan P. Woodard. I'm Andrew James Estes. Good night. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.